Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing doing fine. I think we came up with a topic, didn't we? <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, we about Bert, but, uh, you know, it's not a very interesting topic. I mean, I'll take that back. It's not a very exciting topic to cover right now because, one, you can't really do anything about it. You can't really optimize for it. And none of our clients or sites or whatever have been hurt by it. So Yeah, yeah I, I was getting emails um, from clients and just newsletters and mailing lists alike. Just, oh, Bert, this is like the biggest thing that's happening forever. And it's affecting 10% of uh, search queries online and all this kind of stuff. I said, I haven't seen any alerts or any significant spikes or drops in rankings and I started reading about it and it's, it's very semantics and it's very heavy on language. And I was like, I'm just going to pass for now. I'm good. There's a lot of good articles out there. Maybe search engine land. We'll take care of it for you. We're not really going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> so what are, what are we talking about? Well, you know, we're, we're going back to a, to our roots, <laughs> our podcasting roots. This is um, something we haven't done in a, easily about five months, six it's months. Been, it's been a while. But welcome to SEO questions from Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. Our, We're going to go back six months five, and read every single question. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, five but, months of questions. No, just, uh, just current ones that they have yeah. there. But you got to figure there, there's somewhat trending. Some of them are interesting. <laughs> some of them are silly. Yeah. So, you know, we got some good QAs. These are just general QAs that people that, you know, we don't know how much they know. A lot of times they don't know a lot. Sometimes they do. Um, but we try and answer them. And if, uh, if you post on the subreddit for SEO, um, you know, listen to this podcast because maybe we answer your question on there. Okay. I think that we should start. Okay. Start. Go ahead. You, no, you, you said you wanted to start. I did. I already forgot. Okay, cool. So the first uh, few don't really make much sense. So I'm going to start with the one that says increased organic traffic, but not in the top 100 for longstanding keyword question mark. And then the question is, I'm working on a medical site that's been around for over a decade. So that's pretty long. Decent number, number of front page keywords. Sure. Long tail and competitive. That being the case, the primary keyword, which the site is associated, dropped off from Google entirely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Related keywords are fine. Organic traffic is actually up month after month. But the specific medical procedure the site specializes in is nowhere to be found. Okay. I found a bunch of spammy sites copying the content. Could that be the reason? There isn't a manual penalty from Google, and the keyword is in the top three of Bing, Yahoo, DuckDuckGo. I'm kind of stumped. That's uh, interesting to open, open that up that way. Yeah. Um, th- there's so many things to talk about <laughs> in that one, that one uh, question there. This is, this is one of those things where you know, you're used to having the answer right off the bat, but it's very interesting considering the organic traffic is up and up. Other keywords aren't affected. There isn't a manual penalty. And saying that the keyword is literally just gone, I think, you know what my first reaction would be, and I don't, I don't know if this would be kind of too silly, but I want to start with just really clearing up what's the most obvious. And I would say, I would check with my, if I'm using software or like keyword software, I would just see if it's being inaccurate. That's like the first thing. I'm sure this person did a manual search several times. Yeah. But Also, I don't know what up and up really means in this scenario. Um, like, is it traffic that's converting? Here's, here's the problem that he's going to have outside of the crappy content he took off of other spam websites and used, right? <laughs> so, well I, th- well, I think he was saying that other people have been copying his content. Oh, okay. That, 
So he, the issue is he's in the medical niche and Google hates everyone in that niche right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going strong. Yeah. I mean, so I would say get used to that. Um, and I think they just recently announced that they're going to go hard on like medical information that they're going to provide themselves. Um, so if you, you know, look at like, it's my money, my life stuff, right? Which is what this niche is. You know, it's something in someone's life related. It's like a surgery procedure or whatever. Um, you're just going to have a, a really hard time. And there isn't anything you can do to like fix the rankings with this either. Like you can read all these other posts, whatever, like get your content medically reviewed, uh, have it rewritten. It does not matter. Google is just playing with different rules in that area right now. I guess my try building a bunch of links. I don't know. Probably not a lot you can do about it. What you're saying, I mean, medical is susceptible for this stuff. Being that it's a website talking about a medical procedure and that's a very important keyword to them. I would imagine just with the atmosphere of algorithm updates and Google yeah, really emphasizing like experts talking about medical related things because it's important that experts are talking about it and not like amateurs or novices or bloggers. Um, medical procedure keywords, I would imagine, are very, very volatile. Like, and if, out of all keywords just dropping off completely, I, I'm not super surprised of that being one of them. And then, and then also the only time I've ever had a really good main keyword drop off and drop off hard is over optimization. Um, so I'd be kind of reviewing the backlink portfolio too seeing if it just really crossed the threshold where the anchor text was just so keyword heavy. And then after a while, it just, it just takes a crap because that's the only time I've personally had websites lose their main keywords. Okay. I got a good, uh, I got a good one here and it's titled Google my business ranking drop after verification, uh, which is a weird title to begin with because I've never seen an issue like that. But uh, I've been working with a limo business for several months the owner told me that he was ranking well for limo terms, <laughs> but he wanted to also rank for party bus terms. And I've made enormous progress on that. The one issue we had was that an old SEO company had ownership of his main GMP and we couldn't get access. It had always ranked in the local pack for his most valuable limo terms. He also had a duplicate that didn't rank very well, but that we did have access to. So I eventually got Google to unverify the main one so that we could claim it. Once we got it re-verified, rankings immediately plummeted. I went to page two of Google Maps, then to page three, and now it's sitting on page five. It's been about a month, and I can't get anything to work here. Uh, if anyone has any thoughts on this, uh, it would be appreciated. Here are a few details that might help. The business name is an exact match to the one of our main keywords. All right? uh, we have more good reviews than most of our competitors. The business is centrally located in the city, and there are several well-ranking competitors nearby. Website loads in under a second. Local business schema with uh, has map is implemented on the site. And Google Map is embedded on the contact page. That's good. Uh, also, links to the GMB in the footer. We have a solid DA and backlink profile. I don't really know what solid means in this context, but <laughs> very, um, very, very sure. Objective. The homepage is very well optimized from a text and metadata standpoint for our target keyword. Thanks. Well, um, it sounds like you got some duplicate GMB issues right there from the start that you've kind of already outlined. So, I mean, I think like that's probably your main issue <laughs> that you'd want to have those two things merged together instead of just like 
unverifying it to claim it. And then it says, once we got it re-verified, rankings immediately plummeted. Yeah, so I, I feel like you have two verified ones still. The one that was the duplicate that you had ownership of, and then the other one that you took control of that you had unverified and then re-verified. But you should just have one, and you need to like merge those two bad boys into, into one GMB account. So it's, I'd start with that. Sure. And and I think that partially they're already kind of answering on question. All these bullet points are great. This is like a, honestly like a pretty good criteria to understanding, you know, why someone would be on the maps. But the idea that it was unverified, this profile that obviously ranked well, is just like kind of, I'd imagine getting re-indexed into the system and Google's kind of taking it a fresh look again is like figuring out where to place it. So it's like it's already was placed and it was doing really well and it's unverified and then it's going back into the system. Google's like reassessing it. And it's like, oh, you're no longer where you were before because this is like a, a new verification process. So anyone that's that's listening about this, I would I would never recommend like unverifying like getting it unverified so then it could be verified again. There are other options to getting access from my experience than having to go through the, this kind of situation because I guess I'm not surprised that this happened. Yeah. Oh, there's follow up here. Any uh, somebody answered? Sounds like you probably got duplicate citation issue in with your GMB from the duplicate listings. And he says, thanks for the response. I actually forgot to mention this. I had the same thought and I asked Google support to merge the GMBs. Funny enough, they didn't actually merge them. Like I asked, I'm not shocked here, man. <laughs> like, yeah, this is that we're just kind of nailing it. uncovering it. Have to constantly call and ask, like if you find a really good Google, my business rep, that is helpful. Like get his personal number, like send that dude some money or whatever you got to send do. him money baskets with fruits, puppies, dude, chocolate, yeah, whatever you, you got to do. It yep. is so difficult to find a, a, a competent Google, my business rep that, that actually even knows how, how it like, works, but you can't stop. You gotta, you gotta keep going back. Uh, it says that they deleted the duplicate. I put that in quotes deleted uh, because when I click on click an old link to the dupe i can still see it but that's uh the only way to get to it and the images have been stripped so one thing i would suggest to you if if you're having this issue is like if you go with something like yext even though i hate yext a lot um they have like a pretty good api and you can kind of bypass having to deal with google support and they'll get stuff merged really quickly so you know, maybe for 250 bucks for the year, you just bite the bullet and you, you do that. 250 is a drop in the bucket, you know, if you're ranking really good keywords and maps, so. Yeah, that's like one limo job. Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking limo more, job. more of a party bus, yeah. Party bus job? Limo, you know, party bus, fully yeah. stocked with top shelf, I don't know. So the question here, how to properly index a large amount of pages without getting a penalty? So when I, when I open up this question... I'm like, oh, we've talked about this. We know, we know this. And I'm thinking like I'm going to read right now. Uh, I'm going to do 5,000, 10,000, maybe 50,000 pages tops. But this is uh, quite the one up. So hi, everyone. Five, five million? <laughs> hey, man, you're beating me to punch, man. I want to, that's, that's my line. Yeah. Okay. At my, at my startup, we're thinking indexing 5 million plus. So like 5 million isn't enough. Why? Plus Why pages. are you thinking of indexing that many pages? Oh, oh, I guess now you're leading up my next part. Okay. The mm-hmm. reason is. We are a paid content company and we want to index our previews in order to get more customers and sales. Pre- paid content, people are paying to put their content, but then they want to index the previews to the content. It sounds like it's like a premium level 
of content where you don't get the full it's like um I'm trying to think uh like the New York Times is subscription based right sure. so you sure. can only see the preview of the article right when you go to click on it you know you got to have a subscription to read the whole thing so sounds like that's what he's trying to do so so let's say it's that or or either way let's just say it's just it, it doesn't matter what it is it's just 5 million pages um he concludes by saying one of our global competitors done it okay and benefited greatly from it but i'm pretty sure that this will get every existing existing page de-index i so I, we don't know how much content's there already so he's asking what is the right way to do this batch by batch so i've never thought about uploading five million pages at once we've certainly done fifty thousand at once and it was fine but yeah it's hard to know if there's like any sort of threshold but what would you just do it over time? I think that I would kind of just ramp it up over time. I think that this is um, one of those things that, you know, our good friend at Huckabye would be able to take care of for you. He's not, uh, he's not on the podcast though. I know, but that's like, if you have that slimmed down version of your site that you only serve up to Google, you know? Oh, so like the dynamic rendering? Yeah, the dynamic the rendering will probably get all that stuff indexed really quickly. Yeah, I, I I think that I'd want to take like a few steps or some precautions. Um, me personally, let's say if I, I was in charge, like here's 5 million unique pieces of content and we have like a script or we have software where it can be uploaded all at once, like a, a quantity can be uploaded yeah. all at once. I'd probably, I'd probably ramp it up. So I'd probably start by doing like, 5,000, see how it goes, then 10,000, then 20, then 50, then 100 um, <clears throat> until I hit it. Because I don't I would, think you're going to have any issues with like getting anything de indexed from doing I, this. I mean, I, I personally don't know what kind of logic would be where, where Google is like, okay, this mount is way too much, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being prudent and kind of seeing how batches get indexed and get crawled. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the issue too is you're behind a paywall, it, you're kind of limited. And what's going to get indexed anyways, like keyword wise and like ranking wise. It's right. almost like if you could just be in like Google news, that would be the way that you'd want to probably go. And then when you publish new stuff, it gets uh, added into Google news. But um, I mean, there's some software. I mean, you can just Google software and just try it out. Try out like an X number of it, you know, and see, uh, see how long it takes to, to get like 10,000 index, see if it works, you know. I can't. Im- I can't imagine what that site map would look like, or yeah. those site maps. It's probably a handful. Yeah, site maps uh, probably work too, um, but I don't think it's like impossible. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn to read one of these questions? Oh, I'm good. We're going back and forth. Yeah, but you read that one, so I got to read the next one, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh. It says my website domain authority is not increasing. Can anyone tell me why my website DA is not increasing? Well, this is a pretty easy one. Um, well, because increasing your website DA becomes increasingly harder the higher the DA is, right? Yeah. And so you have to either wait. Uh, so DA is is a Moz term, actually. It's not even like a Google term, right? And the components of, a, of DA are time and the quality of the backlinks pointing to your website from other websites. So those are the two things that kind of go into it. So either you get a bunch of high quality links pointing to your website or you wait a while and then it'll slowly creep up. But if you want to make it go up really, really fast, you got to have quality links from higher domain authority websites. 
That's yeah. pretty much it. You so. either do or you don't. Yeah. You really wanted to pick an easy one. I think that we should be challenging ourselves. Well, and really creating a thought-provoking environment for our listeners. Well, then let's hear what question you have to ask next, Ryan. Can someone please explain to me how the Google's algorithm works? <laughs> well, no one knows. I, I studied at. Nobody I, knows. I got my PhD at MIT, and of course, I'd be more than happy. I did my whole dissertation on the algorithm, and I actually figured it out. So, strap in. It's about seven hours long, and uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. It's gonna be real entertaining. Just kidding. So um, let's see what this one is um, since we're skipping like six at a time. I, I don't want to – there's a few that we can answer immediately. Is backlinking really works? Yes, it does. Okay, that one's done. So That's the one. one. <laughs> no, I didn't even click on it. Okay, I'm using regular blog posts to improve rankings. Posts are 350 to 700 words long, so I want to click and hear the rest. Aim is to post two to four times a month. Cool. Will this help me rank? I'm told 2,500 words is better. That's a whole lot of words. <laughs> I agree. That's Better for what? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we don't know what, we don't know what the topics yeah. are. So, so um, that's a whole lot of words for some of the topics I'm writing about. Okay, that, that's fair. Like people know that and Google knows that. So that's out of the way. Um, was also considering having an accompanying video for each post. Not sure if that would just be YouTube channel that links to website or better for ranking purposes to embed, blah, blah, blah. So I guess maybe this wasn't the best question. But I certainly don't think uh, – I, I, I agree that, like, the standard for blogs has kind of shifted a bit. Like, my opinion, I've seen it go from – when I started, um, 350 was, like, pretty acceptable. And that seems like it was actually kind of the sweet spot, which is hard to believe now. And it's not because it's, like, you're giving Google what they want. It's just, like, how do you write about a good topic in 350 words? That's not a lot of content. So I do try to keep it around 700, 800 words. Um, but when people say 2,500 words, it's like, it's, it's, like, exactly how you're saying it. Some topics just don't warrant 2,500 yeah, words. Yeah, like 2,500 words of what? If, like, the more words you have, the more keyword variety you're going to have in it, right? If it's written how it's supposed to. So the more stuff you can rank for, the more traffic it's going to get. I mean, like, you can have, like, a 700, 500, 700 word article that's highly concentrated about a particular topic. Maybe it's timely and it does just fine. Um, not everything's going to be like evergreen content all the time. So maybe you don't need to write 2,500 words. You know, if you're doing a comprehensive guide, that's going to be up there for like a couple of years and be useful, then go for it. But you just got to kind of pick that situation. I do like the question he asked about YouTube videos afterwards though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, multiple ways to access content is great. You know, yeah. the, video, the visual and audio component, and then there's the blog is the, contextual and yeah, having yeah multiple ways to access content is great i would definitely i am a big proponent of having a corresponding youtube video that i embed in the post because it increases the time on the page but also usually there's a lot you know a lot of times there's a a video ranking feature within the serps about whatever the person's looking up and so when you pair that with a video or sorry when you pair that with uh with your blog post it really helps build those rankings for like that, that snippet there with like the videos. Um, almost every time I've ever done it, I've, I've ended up in like the top three for videos within, within the SERP as well. And um, I think it's, I think it, the whole ecosystem helps each other out like a lot. So I think you can drive traffic to the blog post from YouTube. You can drive traffic from the blog post to YouTube. So it works back and forth. Um, no reason to not do it. So how do you recommend doing that for the guy that has 5 million pages? Oh, man. Um, 
don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's plenty of websites that do have, I don't know what his, like who's writing these pages anyways. Like, you know, his problem isn't content. Um, but also if you have all this stuff that's below like the paywall or it's behind the paywall, I don't, I don't think it's going to get crawled and indexed anyways. So it might not be worthwhile to, to do that. Yeah. yeah it, it's very rare that I see a video or embed like before the paywall too. Yeah. Like it, it's just, it's a whole different game when you have stuff behind there. Right. So, um, you know, you never really want that because of, a. SEO reasons, honestly. Yeah, the um, I I uh, use my ESPN app quite a bit, and the ESPN Plus content is just like so good <laughs> that I just like, dang, these paywalls are killing me because I'm I want to know what they're making a case for Camara being MVP over McCaffrey, and I can't because I don't want to pay five dollars a month. But <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll come around. But yeah, definitely accompanying with different mediums. I think that the user experience is better, like you're saying, time on site, which is important. Um, and then I think it's a possibility that Google takes that into consideration as well. So cool. So that was my question. Now I gotta, I gotta ask a question. What were the simple fixes that you did that made big improvements to your traffic? Oh, I was hoping you weren't going to read that one. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, no, I didn't want to read it. I just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Um, I think that we can, being that this is a question where it involved the community, um, maybe we can paraphrase what people are saying if they're good. Uh, I mean, I was just going to answer it with my own opinion. Okay. So, okay, then. yeah, uh, I think just, you know, add long, adding long tail keywords within the site, like within an article. So really doing good research and, and you know, making use of uh, related topics and then interlinking those with other pages on your site. And like with uh, with quality like anchor text, and then also like the video thing I just I just said you know these are all all things that you can control yourself. You know I did all those things and I saw some huge uh, traffic increases from it. For me, two people like, say topic clusters, links, and pillar page. <laughs> I mean links are that huge. I don't know if that would be considered a simple fix because like yeah, like back, back fifteen bucks is- can get you some links that'll rank you on the first page for a lot of terms. So. Uh, sometimes. There's more simple, I suppose, for me and some things I see on websites a lot. So when you, when you post blogs on a website, and most people have a WordPress. So when you post a blog, it gets, goes into like what your dedicated blog feed and it gets indexed pretty easily. But I think that oftentimes people build pages and they don't really think about how people are going to navigate to it or like where it is in, in like the, the hierarchy or like the mm. architecture of the website. So yeah. I think people essentially post like a lot of pages. They spend time building pages and they don't realize that it's like not connected to the website. So I've been in situations where I see a lot of pages on an on existing website and they're good and they're thorough and they're unique. And then I noticed that technically they, they can't really get crawled or people certainly can't get to them. And then kind of like connecting them you know, via internal links pretty much indexes them. And then they start to show up for those keywords or the topic. And then, yeah, it could be a big improvement to traffic that way. Good answer. Hey, that's okay. Good on you. It happens. People post pages. They don't know where it goes. <laughs> it's just like they, they write it, they post it. And then they think that it just shows up somewhere and it doesn't ever. So, all right, let's, let's answer one more really good one. Are you all, all these have been really good. Okay. Let's see how to SEO websites that have no content, no substance services or products with nothing to write about. 
Okay, that's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, it's like interesting. The reason that this is kind of interesting is um, one of my clients hired a branding company in New York City to help with like re- revamp their logo, some of their marketing materials, and then for some reason wanted to start expounding upon SEO. And uh, one of the guys who's like a branding guy said content hasn't been relevant since 1999. And, <laughs> and he said that just like Google doesn't care about content. And we're like, I don't like even know what that means. So I don't know. It doesn't really tie into this, but the idea of like, you know, working with in a situation where there's no content or perceivably no opportunity for content, which I disagree with. There's always an opportunity for content, but here we go. I want to SEO my moving company website locally. Here are the services, you know, we put furniture and truck A to B. Can't exactly create newsletters, infographics, and blog rolls about this. Nobody cares. All, all they want to know is how much do you charge or are you free on this date? I tried photo galleries, weight calculators, et cetera. Nothing really works. What kind of content could I create on sites like these? And no, moving guides don't work. People already know how to move. Put the stuff in a box. Call the movers. Not rocket science. (laughs) (laughs) Any input would be appreciated. I once ranked number one in the early 2000s. Oh, gosh, that's like a little while ago. Um, but after getting hit hard by Penguin, I gave up on it. I'm thinking about getting back into it. Vincent's so, moving. So, <laughs> so yeah, the, I mean, the first answer is just like, there's so much content you make for a site. A lot of potential you're not seeing. It's just like, you said to yourself, how much does it cost? You can write a blog about that. So. I feel like uh, this guy's missing the forest for the trees. Is that how that saying goes? Is it back? I think it's like a bear takes his shit in the woods. It, does no, it make a sound? I, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, like you're not making this stuff you don't make infographics because people come to your site and look at the infographic you make infographics because other sites will link to your infographic on your website and that will increase your rankings for the stuff that you really care about ranking for um you know so like you're you're kind of doing it all wrong i mean you're a local business so there's really only like a few pages that are actually really important Right, like your homepage, what your services are, the pricing, a contact us page, maybe an FAQ page. That's really all the stuff that people care about. I mean, you're not gonna like, you don't need national traffic coming to your website. You need people that are close by or that are moving to the area and they're looking that kind of stuff up. So the only reason you're gonna write content is for the ability to have links built to it. But I wouldn't even really worry that much about it. I mean. Also, when you're writing new content, like with a blog, you're giving Google a reason to come back and regularly index your site, which is a positive thing. If you're doing something creative like that, or like a guide or a calculator or whatever, like you have to use it to get other people to link to you. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you're, you're not really, you shouldn't really be worried about it. I, I think the idea that there's no content available is absolutely absurd. And uh, it's just because there's content opportunities for the most mundane, random things you can possibly ever think of. And maybe it just comes down to having to think about it. So I can think of two things um, that you can do. So let's say this, this guy didn't even want to talk about moving. Let's say he hated talking about moving or, or anything. He didn't want any of that content. You could talk about, uh, A, things that are in your immediate community. So you can start to get like relevance for being a part of a certain geography, which semantically that would help your website. And then B, there's so many things that people do that are associated with moving that you can create content for that. So people that are moving, what else are they doing? You know, they're, they're looking sometimes for storage, right? Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes they're looking to make purchases associated with moving. Sometimes they're looking for uh, a home or apartment or something temporary. There's like a lot of content 
and things that discuss that surround themselves around people that are moving. So even if they go to that content, you know that there are people that they have extremely high likelihood of looking for a moving company as well. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, the thing that you really, I think got to care about is like your local business, you need to be caring about local SEO and like citations and like link building and creating authority around like that area. Uh, he says like, you got hit really hard back in the early two thousands from like penguin. Well, it's no reason to give up. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. You know. well, if we ever, if we laid down every single time there's a, there was an update. I'd be out of this game life seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, there was an update yesterday. <laughs> there has yeah. been multiple updates this month. Um, you know, you just got to figure out how to, uh, how to work them, work your way back up to the top there. Well, so. yeah. I mean, cause I kind of like the thing is I kind of agree with the newsletters. Like once someone moves, they're done moving, but like what's wrong with brand awareness, other people, they might've moved, but their friends and family might still move uh, yeah. graphics. You don't need infographics. Fine. No, no one cares about that. Think about like, if you had a section on your site that was like Vincent's moving in the community. Right. And it's like, Hey, I sponsored this event that you could write a blog post about, and then they'll link to you. Right. Or like, Hey, I'm offering like a scholarship to new college kids for, you know, $300 for the semester. Um, well, it's a, that's a college. No, it's going to link to you. I can't believe you figure out how to tie in a, a scholarship to a moving company. Dude, I love it though. There's a moving company here in Orlando that does that. What are you <laughs> going to be calling well, uh, you know to be called to be called uh, moving, moving kids towards success. Look, anything like people just love to take your money, you know, and they'll promote you if, if you give them money, like there's a million opportunities out there for you to get links from stuff in your area that your competitors aren't because they're not doing that. You know, it's just like, you got to think about how to dominate the short tail stuff that's going to convert to a sale for you and your niche, which would be moving company near me probably. So, yeah. you know, like that's what you're working for, man. Don't even worry about like, you know, the other stuff is just to, to help supplement you to get that up there. So. Yeah. And then I know that people will say, how much you charge? Are you free on this date? I know that we know that those are the two questions all that care about. We're talking about the, the traffic for them to get to your website to ask those questions. Yeah. And like, honestly, really good FAQs and like using the FAQ markup is like really important for, for you locally, especially if people like get that information from like Siri or, you know, whatever, like Alexa, it's like, Oh, how much does moving cost here in Orlando or whatever, or like near me. And like, that'll be you. What, what says that, you know, yeah. like they're going to get that information from your site. So just some things to think about. I think I think the bottom line for, for me on my side is that we've been working with the self storage company for like four or five years. Every month we've written eight blogs, so that's like <laughs> uh, I don't know five hundred blogs, and we're still writing blogs, and they're self storage. And every question that that they get is how much does it char- do you charge, and is is this kind of unit available? Well, there you go. All there right, you go. I it's think- the most extensive blog in the world about self storage. You get some stuff, you put it in a box. It's not rocket science. I did like that. And I, I believe that you you hopped in there and you read it as well. So. I I like can relate to this man or woman. I, mean, I don't I, know who it is. I'm assuming it's Vincent. More, more, yeah, it's, uh, you know, come on, man. Could be a woman well, named Vincent. I appreciate because like I've worked in a lot of things where it's like, how much can you write that anyone would even care about? <laughs> you know, I, I hear it and it seems daunting, but like literally anything, if you think that you've exhausted every single topic, 
you're just not doing it correctly. I mean, lawyer blog posting is, I think, the ultimate of that. You know, and then and and again, care to read this blog post from this lawyer. I mean, but then it gets traffic, and then with you set up goals, and you see some of them come out as leads every once in a while. Yeah, and also you you can use it to like market yourself in other mediums, like social. You know, you can. There's all kinds of ways, man. You could use uh, that third-party thing where you could put ads on other sites. It's like really cheap. You're paying per oh, click. Oh, not like out, Outbrain or something. Outbrain, yeah. You use that. Build it. Outbrain. But anyways, all right. Well, Ryan, I think we had a successful SEO questions from Reddit yeah, episode. Yeah, I, I, like, I like some of these. And I, I felt pretty good. People are going to be like, oh, gosh, really a Reddit episode? Again? We well, loved when they stopped it. Like doing half a it. year. No, we're going to do four more. And we've been giving more. you guys gold lately. And we got a really good episode coming up. Are we we got a good guest. I think that we do have a good guest coming up. And Ryan, I think we've delivered on our promise of having more guests this year. We've had three. We'll have four. I think four in a year is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Four yeah. a year. Uh, but, you know, thank you guys so much for listening to us. We really appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, if you have any questions at all, uh, feel free to hit us up at SEO is dead and other lies at gmail.com. Uh, we got a, a Twitter account now, so we couldn't tweet stuff. So you want to tweet at us? <laughs> I think it's um, at SEO is dead cast. I think that's our Twitter handle. Um, it would, make, it would then, make sense. Yeah. Sensitive. And if you message us on Facebook or you can leave us a message on our, our YouTube channel as well. Um, you know, we always check those things pretty regularly and uh, we'd be happy to answer your question um, or even potentially have you on as a guest. Uh, it's just up to you. And yeah. uh, you know, if you like what you hear, please uh, like, share, subscribe. And hey, guess what? We're on Stitcher now too. So just one more medium for you to like listen to us on. So if you, if you like that as your podcast thing, we're available. Yeah, it's going to accompany us on our journey to 10,000 downloads because um, this might be the first podcast we're doing when we cross that 5K mark, which we're pretty pretty stoked about. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a journey. It is. But uh, yeah, so anyways, thanks again for listening, guys. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Farewell later. Bye.